So for brunch this morning, I was thinking of doing kind of like a hash. So I'm going to mm, yeah. roast some potatoes and sweet potatoes Amazing. that I've tossed in like a little bit of Cajun spices, Perfect. paprika, right. a little bit of turmeric, and then obviously in some salt and pepper. Mm. Um, and then kind of do a little bit of a veggie black bean kind of hash. So I did some a lot of grated. Hashes so far too with them. We need to hash it out this morning. Let's so we hash really it yeah, out. absolutely. So grated some carrots, did some peppers, mm, black beans, tomatoes. Mm. Uh, all good so far. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 gonna be good. And then we poached some eggs. And from my understanding, you're a medium poach kind of guy. I'm a medium, medium to soft. Medium softy boy. Um and then I'm gonna top it with some mango salsa. Ooh. Don't like mangoes. So. Hello, everyone. Hello, Katrina. Katrina, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, Harry. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. We just had a beautiful, delicious, floral, and filling brunch cooked by you in your Aww. kitchen. Well, I'm so happy. We've been talking about like having a more casual recording session ever since we started this. And so we are currently in my living room. It's freezing outside, but it feels kind of good to have a good brunch in our stomachs. And before we launch into this episode. Before we do. So last week we talked about what it means to be a McGill alumnus, what alumni do for us, what alumni do for students in general. We spoke to the Managing Director of Alumni Affairs and Annual Giving, which was very interesting. And I think today we're going to try to round out that conversation by having a little more of a conversation about how we've changed at McGill, how McGill has changed while we've been here, and what the whole experience has has meant to us. So, so Katrina, we're going to start off, I think, with what's the difference between that young, bright-eyed girl who walked through the Roddick Gates three, four, nine years ago, and the one who sits in this living room. Hunched over. Hunched over. <laughs> so tired. Tired today. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I, uh, I've been reflecting on that a lot because, I mean, you and I are both in the same position where we just had our last classes period of our undergrad, um, which was a very surreal experience. Very. Like, I didn't realize it until... Uh, my prof like finally finished up the lecture and said like, well, I hope you guys have an amazing summer. I was like, oh God, that's, that's the last time I'm going to hear that as yeah. an undergrad. That's crazy. Um, so when I'm thinking about like how I've personally changed at McGill, I'm a, I'm a transfer student. So I did my first year of university at the University of Victoria in BC. And uh, I always had hope to go to McGill and I can't mm. really always remember why. I think there was just such a, like a, a prestige around McGill that I really wanted to do. So in our career planning uh, class in grade 10, I think it was, I did an entire project on McGill. Oh, wow. Um, and I did like the full, like the tri-fold board, everything. Um, but I just never assumed that I was going to go to McGill because I just didn't see it as in the cards. And then mm. I did one year at UVic and loved it. It's a great school. But then finally realized that it's not so much that I need to leave UVic. I just need to leave Victoria. God yeah. damn. Um, and then I just came to McGill and I don't know. It's It's been a truly profound experience and i don't even know how to verbalize it what do you think harry how have i changed i mean well, how can i verbalize your experience <laughs> <laughs> i think if i could have a follow-up question to your experience of course what were your perceptions of mcgill as a school as an institution as a place when you came uh, after uvic you know what, what were you expecting what did you 
feel? I think my feelings towards McGill, especially in how they've changed, can be perfectly mapped out to my responses of those people who wear uh, McGill is the Harvard of Canada uh, shirts. yes, those people. Because when I first saw them, I bought into it a little bit. And mm. I think that was me walking into Roddick Gates, especially when you see that like picture perfect yeah. landscape. I was just, I was so humbled and I was so excited and I'm still humbled to be a McGill student and I'm still excited to call myself a McGill student and soon to be a McGill alum. But my hostility towards people <laughs> saying that it's the Harvard of Canada has grown exponentially over the years because, yes. I mean, I, I love a little bit of performative grandeur, but yeah. let's let's call a spade a spade a little yes. bit. Um, but I want to hear, so what, what were you like when you walked in <laughs> to the Roddick Gates four years ago, Harry? I was maybe two or three inches taller. Oh. I've, I've lost a couple. No, I was Your maybe, spinal <laughs> fluid has just <laughs> leaked really out your ears. over over the years. <laughs> maybe two or three inches shorter. I was about 30 pounds lighter, which is hard to believe considering that I'm still quite a, a, <laughs> a slim gym, <laughs> a slender man. Um, I had maybe longer hair different glasses, and overall, I was just a younger person. I just think I was... This is really profound. Thank <laughs> you, Harry. I think I was less mature. I just... You just... In first year, especially before you've even had your first class, you just don't know a lot about anything. True. And I think I'm very glad to have done an arts degree because I feel like I do know things, even if it's just at an undergraduate level to some degree, in general terms, about some subjects, you know something about something. I have the opposite experience. I feel like I've just come to be at peace. With, with how little you know. With, with deep, deep, unsettling ignorance. Yeah, I think that you kind of leave university having done an arts degree, kind of smack in the middle of a lot of the population of people mm -hmm. who haven't done an arts degree and yeah. don't really, haven't studied a lot of things. And then also with major understanding of how many people know so much more than you do. Yeah. And like at such a level that you could just never actually get to that point. People who are real scholars in real fields that you could just never actually get to that point. I always wonder, like, you know, those groups that like walk around campus and obviously they're, they're, they're touring campus mm. for pr prospective students. As someone who is about to no longer be an undergraduate student at McGill, if you were to tour one of those groups, yes. what would you do? Like, what are like the things that you would need to talk about as far as the McGill experience goes? And how do you think your, your role as an alumni would actually affect that? I think, first of all, I would do a general geographic tour of campus. So you'd say, that building does this, that building does this. But what you'd also say is, like, if you had a class here, this is what you should do. This is what the classrooms would be like. This is what the bathrooms are like in there. This place has good water fountains, good cold water. This place does not. This is the worst tour in the I world. I disagree. <laughs> I think that's incredibly useful information. This was supposed to be a good conversation starter, no, 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 Not you, like, I'm going to no, no. show them the geographic no, That's what you start with. Okay. And then you move through. And you say, these are the places where you would hang out. These are the places <laughs> where you will see your friends. A lot of... You don't spend the majority of your time on campus in class. Yes. You spend the majority of your time in campus either doing work or with other people. Mm -hmm. And you have to find the spaces that will define your time at McGill. And that's what you want to help those students do. Mm. You want to show them the various spaces in which they can define their time at McGill and in which they can define themselves in relation to McGill. Because so much of 
my time at McGill has been about finding those spaces, sitting down, spending that time, doing work, hanging out with friends, doing whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. And you don't remember sitting in class, lecture after lecture, five, ten years from now. You remember that time, Mm -hmm. the imprints that those spaces made on your life. And I would show people those spaces and the various... The, the differing ways in which those spaces can define your time, whether you are the kind of person who would spend time in McLennan or in like the Islamic library, or mm-hmm. if you want to go to the Smukaf, or if you want to go to Quesada to eat, or if you want to go to RVC to eat, or you want to mm-hmm. sit in the arts building. I think these really define your university experience. So what are the spaces that have defined your experience and what is that definition that's come across. I think for me, and this is a very unique perspective. Because mm-hmm. um, you're a unique no, young man. No, but it's a niche perspective. The place that defined my experience at McGill is the TVM office, yeah, the television I McGill so. office. Yeah. Because I've spent by far the majority of my time there. Yeah. Over over my my tenure as a as a student, and specifically the SMU building, um, at large, which I don't think is strictly normal i remember having a group project and being like yeah can you guys meet me in like the smoo calf and we can talk about this and they're like the what and i was like the calf in the smoo building and they're like the what building <laughs> i was like good god the william shatner building yeah the william shatner <laughs> university student center building yeah no i think i mean i think that example of of having a space that is not exclusively just a geographic space, but like localized around a certain purpose speaks to the micro communities that McGill can hold. And, Mm. and I, and I, I've been grappling with this over the past few days, wondering like what my relationship to those communities will look like. Cause the entire concept of a legacy kind of weirds me out. I mean, we were lucky enough to go to the, um, SMU awards last night and the bull and bear was honored to win best publication of the year, which was amazing. And such a huge, huge, um, gratifying experience to be honored by your peers, especially peers that are doing such amazing work. And I wondered, like, walking away from that, like, the thing is, like, when I graduate, that's that's not my thing anymore. Like, I'm a part of yeah. it, for sure. But the thing is, like, you walk away from that community, except you still have those ties to that community. And I wonder if that imbues the entire concept of what it is to be an alum, regardless mm. of what community in McGill you are part of, whether that is kind of what being an alum is. Yeah. Like there's those ties that aren't defined by the geographic spaces anymore. It's the spaces or it's the communities that those spaces held. Yeah. But I think the constant and relentless turnover of university life um, leads to a phenomenon in which those spaces are consistently redefined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't have an office building which holds a company in which let's say 75% of the people there are there for 10 or 15 or 20 years. You don't have spaces like that in McGill. You don't have the SMU office, for example, the people who are in there next year Mm -hmm. or the year after the year after four or five years from now, they will be a completely different group of people than the ones that I knew. And so finding your micro community or finding your, as I said in the McGill enrollment video I made, finding your hashtag McGill family is very important in terms of, what that what your connection to the campus is as an, as an alumni later on in 5 or 10 years when you're looking back you're looking at spaces you're looking at communities which are in name the same and in space the same but in their definition and their relation to the people within them they're almost alien they're strangers mm-hmm. to to the experience that you had and that relentless turnover is interesting in terms of defining yourself with it's like when you look back at 
high school or something. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I remember like those teachers in those classes. And it's like every year those teachers have a different group of kids. Yeah. And five or ten years down the line, you are just a member of a huge community of people who went through that. But I think, you know, like if you've ever watched a John Hughes movie or essentially any coming of age yeah. film. A Bildungsroman. <laughs> Sure. But the thing is, like, those movies, regardless of the era that they're made in, still have an impact. I think that certain, like, snapshots of your life, regardless Mm -hmm. of the people that actually populate that snapshot, are still similar because people go through similar growing pains. And also frequent the same spaces. And I think that is what the unifying concept of being alumni is, is Mm -hmm. the fact that regardless of whether you've been the 80th or the 81st or the 82nd person to frequent the TVM office or something like that, you still have that space and Mm -hmm. that commonality. And yes, there's turnover, but it doesn't start from scratch either. Like there's legacies that build onto those experiences and form those spaces and inform the communities that will frequent those spaces. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, as I sit here, like in my beautiful, beautiful living room, uh, (laughs) (laughs) beautiful, lovely living room. Um, I just want to quickly say thank you so much for both you and Dan to make this community and like to have you in my home and to cook for you and it just like you guys have become amazing friends and this has been one of the most rewarding experiences of my last year so thank you wow thank you so much i agree 